are now listening to High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. Now let's join your hosts, Q and J, as they broadcast live from the writers' room. The show starts in one. The only time I'm pro bumper is when I'm in a bowl. And then you're all about the bumpers. I love the bumpers there, and all then sometimes. All about that bumper. <laughs> <laughs> that no. Nope. I don't. Who sings that? I don't like that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Just let's, now. let's make that. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> what? Aww, That's not how that insult works. No, but shit. like, okay, so bumpers. I'm okay with bumpers on podcasts, though. Should like, should we, should we make a bumper though? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Do people? Do you think people would rather hear us talk about an event that we're doing on the show or like? As its own thing, like I'll just cut it in. I'll just be like, "Hey, this is Q and J from <laughs> High Five the Podcast, uh, the uh, show that you're currently <laughs> listening to. Uh, this is a bumper. We have a thing coming up, and we're doing it, so you should come out and see us. <laughs> so, okay, run me through how that would sound if you did like the robot radio right, announcer ready, voice of the thing. Here it goes. Hey, I am Q, and this is also J. Hi. We uh, we are recording a bumper for our podcast that gives you the details of an activity such as Bill Murray Bingo at the Crying Wolf in East Nashville <laughs> that we are going to be hosting. Um, so you should come and play games with us. That was so natural. Was it? Like I felt like <laughs> I was <laughs> in a room with you. Right. Yeah. It's and weird. I am in the room with it you, so it weird. felt exactly like it was. It is weird how so, that works. So in that robot voice, what would the date of that game night be? That this Bill, this Bill right. Murray bingo. So you have our called hypothetical, it. Hypothetical, uh, yeah. Hypothetical bumper. All right. Yeah. So it would be like, it is December twenty eighth, which is a Wednesday. It falls between Christmas and New Year's. So okay, but like if if I were gonna do a bumper, yes, it would probably be more like. With an accent, because okay. I'm really good at those. You are the best. So it would be something like, hey, pilgrims, this is John Wayne, and you should come on down to Crying Wolf on December 28th and come play some Bill Murray Bingo with us. Something like that would probably be how be I would do the bumper with it. I just closed my eyes while you did it. And did I, you think John I Wayne was in John yeah. Wayne was right I, here? I scared myself a little bit for a minute. I was like, "Oh fuck, zombies!" <laughs> Cow- Cowboy, zombies. Cowboy zombies, which is even, even worse. That is worse because they shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Red Dead Redemption special game. <laughs> yeah. Just but just, just John, John Wayne, <laughs> but just Cowboy John Wayne. It's just it's just Zombie. like it's like an episode. It's like that movie uh, Being John Malkovich, where everybody <laughs> just has John Malkovich's face. Being John it's Wayne, all dead John, <laughs> all dead John. John Wayne's coming to get you. <laughs> so yeah, so basically was John Wayne. The gist is we've got this event, our game night, which is now a monthly thing. So Every month, the first one went so well. Hell, there was the first date, and those people are going to get married. They at are our first for one. us. That was so amazing. It was like we love we th- bloomed in yeah. the room while we played Bill because Murray. Bingo. They got hot and bothered, and they started doing it right there at the table. It was crazy, and they won. And they won and Bill they Murray did. Bingo because they did of that because they were doing it. Yeah, and we we're like winners. Yeah, <laughs> because we just threw the rules out Win- the window. The winning at life and winning at Bill Murray Bingo. Um, and so it was so successful that they've asked us back. But so cool. we're going to do it every month. But we, you know what's even crazier? We don't even have to do the bingo thing. 
Because we got a whole we got a whole of games. mess of games, a whole mess of games. So I think that's a good reason that we titled it High Five colon The Game Night. Yeah, at, I agree. At the Crying Wolf. At the Crying Wolf last Wednesday, Nashville. last Wednesday of every month. Yeah, yeah. So probably when we record a bumper, I think no bu- You know what? We shouldn't even mention it in the episode. Over. We we might not want to, but if we recorded a bumper, it would probably sound like this. So, are we recording this? Sh- sure. Ah, fuck. <laughs> high five. High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. Random factoid. Okay. About, uh, about Rogue One since we were talking about it. Cause I love it. It's gonna be so good. Because we'll um, the world should know that uh, not only are we podcasting partners, but we're uh, family members practically, yeah. and we we get together for a yearly tradition of. Friendsmas and yes. Star Wars viewing. Friend, well, Friendsmas is centered around Star Wars. It is at this point. It actually, we our inaugural one started with Star Wars Episode Seven, sure The Force did. Awakens, which and it was a that was a great night because we we get together as as a family, all of our families, uh-huh. and we watch as many Star Wars related things the night before. Yep. The on uh, on Friendsmas Eve. Yep. And you know, including the Star Wars Christmas special, yep, um, Battle for Endor, anything which this we year, can get our hands on. Which this year I'm bringing. We're gonna do the uh, Star Wars Christmas special Rift Tracks edition. Amazing. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty uh, excited about that. Amazing. And then we we all sleep in sleeping bags, uh, same one we use for Jinxies. Yep. And we go to see the new Star Wars movie the next day. Last year was uh, Episode Seven. This year will be Rogue One. Next year will be Episode Eight. Eight. And then the year after that will be the Han Solo one. Sure. <laughs> I like that. I Han Solo. I think that's the one that's coming that, out next. Uh, or the next spinoff. It's either that or yeah, I think that's the only one that's in active right. production. I know right. they talked about like the the uh, Boba Fett spinoff. Right and now, have you heard they're talking about like doing a possible Obi Wan Kenobi spinoff? Does not surprise me. So, but it, using Ewan McGregor. Oh, it really? Yeah, uh, he's pretty good Obi Wan. And I don't think the original guy's still around. <laughs> no, Alex, so, Sir Alec Guinness. No, I think I don't think he'd come back for it. No matter how much I, money they offered him. I agree with that. I uh, I genuinely don't feel like that would be <laughs> a uh, a good or tasteful <laughs> idea. <laughs> Even though, you know, let's be honest, Lucasfilm can make some pretty realistic CG characters. I mean, Jar Jar Binks the, the is thing, like... Yeah, I was thinking him and maybe the, the Tupac hologram could go on an adventure. <laughs> Just ju- wait. Yeah. Sir Alec Guinness or Jar Jar Binks? No, no. Alec, Alec Guinness hologram and Tupac hologram go on a, like, like a Christmas adventure. Cruising through the galaxy. Yeah, save Santa or far, something. Far, far away. I like it. So funny factoid. Uh, in our excitement, it's kind of what brought up me talking to you about this. Uh, did you know that Rogue One is actually the first Star Wars movie to not feature a single lightsaber? No. Yeah. Well, I mean. It, it, There's no Jedis. Yeah. Well, does Battle for Endor count? I don't think there's lightsabers in that one. Uh, no, Battle yeah. for Endor never. Or Can- Caravan of Courage. No, I don't think that there's no. lightsabers in that Counts one. Counts in my heart. But okay, not okay, in, not in real. Okay, life. cool. <laughs> but yeah, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, I saw uh, that little factoid popped up somewhere. I don't know. Well, Facebook it's, or it's still getting so good reviews, and I am very happy about it. Doesn't even so. need a lightsaber to be good. Yeah. So, and honestly, by the time this episode goes we will live, we it. will have seen it. So, That's follow exciting. us on Twitter. You That's see exciting. where our reactions are going to be. By the time this goes live. We will be seeing it the next day. Oh, that's right. This yeah. goes live on Friendsmas. Yeah, this is fr- this is our Friendsmas. Hey, episode, welcome to Friendsmas, which, everybody. Which brings it full circle because this is our annual Christmas episode. You hear that? That that's means my Christmas. Balls. Those are oh, Christmas no. bells. <laughs> the Christmas that, balls. That means Christmas. 
That does mean Christmas. If you add a sleigh bell sound to any song, it makes it a Christmas it's song. It's instantly Christmas? Instant Christmas song. So what I'm going to do, people who are listening to this already know what I did, but what I'm going to do when I cut this episode together is I'm going to put sleigh bells over our intro music. <laughs> and that makes it a Christmas episode. It does. Boom. Uh, instantly SpongeBob into the Christmas. did that. A psych did that. You just add some, maybe some holly. And that's it. And some bells You're over your intro music. Christmas episode. Sold. Christmas special. Sold. Yeah. And this is our Christmas this special. This is our Christmas so special. this is our inaugural, this being our, our uh, is it penultimate? Is that right? No, penultimate, penultimate is before. Penultimate is the episode before the last episode. Okay, so, but this is not the penultimate. This is the final. This, this is, is the finale. This, this is, is the, the grand finale. Season finale. Just like Westworld ended last week, we're ending this week. And just like Westworld ended last week. Uh, we are going to shoot some people in the head. Right. So at the end of this episode. I almost spoiled a big thing. Yeah, I know. I was like, people. what is happening here? <laughs> I didn't. There's not enough. There was not enough of a statute of limitations on that spoiler <laughs> for me to have mentioned it the, in, like, the, in the episode. So somebody gets shot in the face. Yeah. The end. Just in the. It, Just actually, kind actually of. they get shot in the back. They get th- shot the through head. the face. Through the face. They get shot yes. through the face. Shot Merry Christmas. You're welcome. And, Merry Festivus. And that's how we're going to end this episode. We're just both. We're actually. <laughs> We're just gonna <laughs> commit <laughs> commit suicide together. We're just gonna shoot Aww. each other in the face. We're just holding guns to each other's face. The whole, episode. the whole episode. It's really it's hard to feel Christmas here. It's Mary. Right? It's Mary. It is. It is. Um, so yeah. So this is our Christmas episode, and we're gonna do these yearly. And so we're always gonna feature Christmas themes. Yes. But we're gonna alternate our Christmas topics. So yes. for this one, we decided to go with top five animated Christmas movies features. Right, features. we did limit it to features because there's a lot of animated that are short or they're 30 minutes and right. don't count. And technically, by the Academy's standards, and we all know that Which is if li- you don't hold up to the Academy standards, then you are shit. <laughs> okay, let's be honest with the audience. I put that mandate on. This. <laughs> so it is the Academy says 40 minutes or longer. Equals an feature actual film. feature length, and though that's what those were requirements. So animated Christmas movies that are feature length. So you will not find nary a movie on either of our lists that is forty minutes and under. Fuck them, because they are not yeah. fucking feature films. So so this is going to be an exciting, very jolly episode. We've got our <laughs> it started off jolly. Yeah. We talked about suicide. <laughs> we're talking about fuck well. the fucking academy. We're like this is going to be a fucking merry episode. <laughs> We're just starting it as dour as possible. Well, to help with that, we do have our hot apple we cider do. that Here, we're clinkies. drinking. Clinkies. 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 That we're drinking together. We are. Ah, oh, drinking. Ah, drinking makes hot it for good cider. podcasting. And for everyone listening, uh, another special note about this episode, the entire thing is done in claymation. It is. Yeah. We are currently claymated, just like Abed's we mind are. in Community. So uh, if you're listening, this is a treat. This truly is our Christmas special. You can tell by the sleigh bells over the theme and the fact that we are right now claymation. Right. Jay is actually a uh, claymation teddy bear yep. right now. I am. It was just I with am. his face. Yeah. But the rest of it is all teddy. Bear. All teddy. All 100% teddy. 100% teddy. Yep. Yeah. So what am I, Jay? Oh, you're just you're just a candy cane with two eyeballs. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. And a mouth, at yeah. least. Clearly. But the bottom is like a penis. 
So I'm just because you're still a man. I'm a penis candy cane. <laughs> yeah, you're a penis cane. Nice, uh, exciting, a very jolly penis cane. I would be very happy if some of our listeners out there could make some <laughs> art of this. I would or lo- out of clay. Yeah. Oh, oh even man. better. If they made it out of clay, that would be the best. Please, somebody, email it to us. You can reach us at my five at high five the podcast. Or just post it for everyone to see on Facebook at Facebook uh, high five the podcast. Yep. Or tweet it at us. Tweet us that image of me as a dick candy cane and Jay. <laughs> Jay is a, a lovable, squeezable teddy bear with my non-endowed face. teddy bear. <laughs> so accurate. Yeah, just smooth as a kindle. So accurate. Uh, at our uh, at our Twitter, which is high the number five the podcast dot com. But no, uh, not uh, no, not not a dot not, com. Not dot That's com. not how Twitter works. Wow. <laughs> I forgot how Twitter works. Wow. Ooh, the cider's getting to me. <laughs> you know, I didn't spike that this My, year. <laughs> I'm so dr- I'm so wasted, bro. On your O'Doul cider. <laughs> have you ever had that friend? That friend that gets oh, like. I, I thought you said, "Have you ever had that comma friend?" And you were calling me a colloquial <laughs> like, friend. Like, have hey, I ever had no. O'Doul cider? No, no not no, really. Because I, I just made it up. That's right a life now. choice. I decided yeah. not to do. Have you ever had that friend? No. Have you ever had that friend that? pretends well no excuse me gets empathetically drunk and or buzzed or stoned around you even though you know that they haven't partaken in is that santa <laughs> have you ever had that though if you ever tell a story that goes on too long i'm just gonna <laughs> ring the bell but yeah like the academy <laughs> like playing the music yeah, that's our christmas wrap academy it up music. wrap it up but yes uh, i am usually that friend <laughs> it makes me laugh <laughs> i love that all right. Oh man, that was that story went nowhere. Yeah. I was just sharing that with you. Well, now that if we're done hawking our wares, yep. uh, which uh, speaking of wares, you should go on our website and buy some of our y- clothes. They're y- great Christmas gifts. Ah, I was about to say you that. You know what makes good Christmas gifts? High five stuff. A Space Goodman bag. Everybody wants a Space Goodman bag. Who doesn't want a Space? Goodman I have bag? a Space Goodman bag, and I use it every day. Clearly, yes. You're wearing it right now. <laughs> I am. It's I weird am. how in claymation it still looks like a normal Space Goodman you're bag. Right. Yeah. Does. It just well, you can't claim it everything. Some some things have to be product placement. It's just it's contracted. That's it. And we're currently drinking out of our uh, high five the podcast face mugs. Oh yes, that's what we're. That's what, and you should too, people of Earth <laughs> and surrounding non claimated areas. I drink in weird ways. You do very vocal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have a one hundred. It's well, almost like you're a, drinking for an audio it's podcast. Like a, it's an audio medium, right? It's so like you're I trying. Enjoy. It's the theater of the mind. Is what <laughs> you're trying to. It is. Everything you see is is fake. <laughs> that was a really long that was a really long pause <laughs> especially for an audio medium alright like so I for those of you who are still listening to our episode Merry Christmas Merry Christmas. we hope you are all having a wonderful uh, holiday season we know some of you don't celebrate Christmas and if you don't that's fine we're yeah, okay with you it you can still listen to this podcast right. um, except for you and you know who you are yeah th- you can turn it off Okay, good. Now that they're gone, we can actually dive into some animated features for Christmas. Now, you (laughs) this turned out to be harder for you than you thought because I had to eliminate a bunch. Like my honorable mentions are all just ones that I uh, eliminated because they weren't long enough. Like I put the Garfield Christmas special on there, which was it was great. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, that cartoon. So all of those are Grinch stole Christmas, the original one. SpongeBob claymation, yes, which is great. You know, all those nixed immediately. You know, I'm glad. I hope I'm glad I got to mention them. They're not feature length, but they're, they're great. Not. They're under 30 minutes, most of them. But stay tuned because we're talking 
And I think next holiday season, we might do something a little special that maybe we can include those. Yeah, that's the hope. So, you know, when we're looking at 40 minutes above or animated feature length or above, it narrows down the options to a couple really great ones. And a lot and of a shit. a lot of shit. So, I agree. So I'm, I'm interested, you know, usually I start these. So should I just go with my number five or do you it's have honorable mentions that I didn't bring up? No, all of your honorable mentions are my honorable mentions. There's some other good short ones that I had prep and landing. The Disney... Oh. Okay. They, they put out a couple of CG animated. You know, ones. I've never seen that. <laughs> they're really funny. Is, is I like they, them. Are they yeah. really good? Yeah, okay. they're really good. Um, I saw that one come up in my research, but I'd never seen it, and it was a TV special, so right. I couldn't. I couldn't have they're, it. They're super. They're super cute. So yeah, no. they're good ones. Cool. Um, but that's really it. Everything else you named already. So well, and then I'll just dive in now. I'm hoping because our supply on choices is limited that we don't pull another high five Yahtzee or the show's going to get really boring for people. <laughs> people are just going to stop uh, listening if they haven't already. But I feel like we'll share a couple of these and then some I feel really strongly about. Um, but my number five is, uh, you know, a lot of these are going to be Rankin Bass, by the way. And this nice. one's no exception. You're Rankin Rankin? Yep. Uh, so Santa Claus is coming to town is my number five. Wow, so, number five. Yeah, not the original. I mean, you know, not this, not their original special. You know, uh, Rudolph came before that, right? But this one's really good. You know, Mickey Rooney as Santa being the one of I think five times he played Santa for Rankin right. Bass. Um, and you know, just in life, he used yeah. to come to all of my family Christmas parties <laughs> dressed as Santa, yeah. and we're always like, "Hey, Mickey, and what's up?" And like, hey. yeah, he's like, "Hey, guys." <laughs> That's my Mickey Rooney impression. That was it's spot on. That's exactly yeah. as he as I know what he would sound like as I all of as I live family. and breathe. Yeah, um, you know this one was actually good. You did have Fred Astaire as the as the postman, which is iconic imagery and exactly how you want to have Fred Astaire yep. animated and not dancing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and then obviously any movie that features a character named Burgermeister. Meisterburger? Yeah, Meisterburger, <laughs> Meister, Meisterburger. I'm gonna love. But you know this is one of those that. Again, the Rankin Bass, they just had this feel about them. They kind of captured a lot of that Christmas magic, and they're easy to go back to. They're nostalgic in a way as where they probably wouldn't hold up by today's standard because they're so just squeaky clean and, oh, for sure. and just like wholesome, which we don't really get wholesome. a lot of nowadays, um, and except in just terrible ways. But, you know, Santa Claus <laughs> is coming to town. I enjoyed because it gave the origin of Santa, uh, which. Is a fun story. I like how they yeah. pl- played in. Like, oh, this is why. He Who uses knew reindeers. that he was bitten by a radioactive reindeer and <laughs> right. became Santa Claus? Exactly. That's how it worked. Then he started climbing walls and, and pooping in little pellets. It was weird. <laughs> it was and great. Made for a very intriguing yeah. movie. Yeah. Very Lynchian. So for those of you who haven't seen it, go check it yeah, out. Go check and it if out. it doesn't, if it doesn't go like that, you're watching the wrong one. Yeah. You gotta look. You gotta look up the original German version. <laughs> yeah. It, they cut it out for yeah. American television. They weren't into the they whole... They couldn't get into the claymation bukkake. <laughs> pellet pooping or any <laughs> of that. Just none of that. just not about it. Um, but yeah, so that's my number five. Again, pretty standard classic, but I know a lot of people would put it higher. That's good. I like some of the other ones better, and I'll get to those. That's fair. Um, so number four, moving right along, yes. but also sticking with Rankin Bass, good. is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Wow. I like I'm just going to say wow on both of those. Not so much because I don't even know if they're on my list or not. But <laughs> you don't even of, you're just making it up right yep. now. Uh, I, if they were on my list, I don't think they would be that low. That low? Yeah. People out there right now, I have a feeling listeners are like, this guy's not Christmassy <laughs> at all. These hey, are number the- one movies in my house. <laughs> I suddenly became Peter Griffin for a second. <laughs> <laughs> when we watch Christmas movies, we watch these. <laughs> 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 I don't know why he said man. I like don't an know. Old felt, felt right. 
but you know, Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer again. That one's one of their earliest ones. Very classic. Uh, you know, love the snowman. You know, Burl Ives, never better. Mm-hmm. Um, as an animated <laughs> snowman, <laughs> no, not good as a real person, but as an animated snowman, he really—that <laughs> yeah. was it. He peaked. <laughs> I love the uh, what's the guy? Is it Yukon? Is his name really Yukon Cornelius? Yeah, Yukon yeah. Cornelius. Yeah. He's looking for like peppermint. He always mines. like tasted everything. Yeah. Well, he's looking for peppermint mines. I thought he was always looking for gold. No. Silver and gold. He's not. He's looking for the peppermint mines. Are you sure? Which is why he's tasting his sickle. I think he was tasting silver and gold. Nope. Watch it again. All right. Fair enough. There's I will. A, and, and uh, it might only be in a couple versions, but there are there is a version of that where he's looking for the is peppermint mines. Is this the mines. German uncut version again? <laughs> no. Okay. No, this one's real. Um, but yeah, he's looking for peppermint mines, which is why he's always tasting his sickle. Interesting. Yeah. He's, ta- it, yeah. he's tasting that just sickle. Licking, licking the <laughs> edge of that sickle. sickle. Just teasing, yeah, just teasing really, that sickle. Sickle really, tease. Actually, that was in the German uncut version. <laughs> <laughs> they did not air that on American television. No, no. It, they have different standards over there. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I love that one. I mean, again, these are just sort of ones that remind you of what you watched when you were a kid growing up okay. outside of some of these TV specials. I'm very curious to see what's higher on your list then yeah. because these are knocking out some of the uh, some of the big ones. Some of the big ones. <laughs> some of the big dogs. Uh which okay, so that makes that makes me confident that we don't have the same list. Yeah, definitely. Or at least in the same order. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have no rank and bass. Okay. So oh, just that's just <laughs> completely out the window. Just gonna throw it out. It's just five, eight crazy nights. <laughs> Those are all <laughs> garbage movies. <laughs> Um, and then, okay, well, if, if you, if you're excited to see what I've got is my top three, I'll give you my number three. Good. Is Rankin Bass. <laughs> <gasps> what? <laughs> Surprise. Uh, but this one's a year without Santa Claus. Okay. I, I love you. You like Santa. that better than the other ones? I do. All right. Mainly because of Heat Defend Miser. yourself. Heat Miser and Snow Miser. I love those guys. I love those the songs. The two non-Christmas yeah. <laughs> affiliated characters. I love in those the movie. songs. I love that their mother is Mother Nature and she like puts them in their place. Um I really like just the the idea of these two incompetent elves off on an adventure because Santa gets tired. Yeah. I just thought it was a more unique story. I thought it was paced really really well. Um you know, Santa origin story, you know, that has been done before. Tim Allen did that for right. God's sakes. You know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that was a, a claymation story that got built out of a song uh, from the 30s. This one was almost a wholly original idea. And nice. so I really like that. And then I like the – as they expanded the universe to include, like, other elemental forces. Like Before Mother they Nature, went, like they went full Snow. Marvel. They just oh, had yeah. a real expanded universe. They like did. They, they everything's <laughs> interconnected. Yeah. And well, Mickey uh, Rooney back again. Oh, man. he Yeah, Mickey Rooney's back. Um, you know, I love that he's making that, that Tony Stark money at that point. Was. <laughs> I love that Mrs. Claus has a bigger role in it. Yeah. And then just the like Black Widow. You know yeah. what? I'm starting to think. Is there a parallel here? I'm thinking. Do you think that I'm Rankin thinking. Bass was the the Prometheus of Marvel? The thing is, think about this. Have you ever seen Rank and Bass in the same room with Tony Stark and Captain America? I haven't. You have not. I haven't. Holy oh. shit, we're breaking it right breaking, here on High Five the Podcast. The Holy shit, guys. <laughs> Rankin Bass, Marvel, same fucking thing. So for anyone still listening <laughs> to this podcast. Um, yeah, and I mean I just I love I love you without Santa Claus. Again, they meet that family, they meet that kid. It's Southtown. I always grew up in the South and we didn't get any snow. I, I would like have it. loved to get yeah. snow. Um so yeah, that's my number three. And just when you said when you said the title again. The you said it so quickly, and maybe I was just hearing what I want. It sounded like you said, <laughs> you said uh, I 
because you said I love year without Santa Claus. It sounded like you said I love you, <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> I put those subliminal super, messages in. That's super sweet. Well, I don't know if anyone's ever tried this, but if you listen to our podcast backwards, it matches up <laughs> exactly with season three, episode five of Friends. That is correct. One hundred percent. Try it. Just try it. Yep. Download any it. of our episodes. You can listen to backwards. It that, works that every single every one. time. Every single yeah, one. That's good. I like so, it, man. I like yeah. your five, your Th- five through three. Those, those are my three. Um, and yeah, and anyone who's actually been paying attention to our website knows that my wife and I played a, a Hollywood recast game with Year Without a Santa Claus, and uh, we put our live casting choices up on the site, which I hope everybody Check checks it out, out and uh, either agrees features. with in- thoroughly or disagrees with and lets me know why. Yeah, for so. sure. Tell them. So yeah, uh, brutally. That is my. Those are my five, four, three. Uh, number like five, it. Santa Claus is coming to town. Number four, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and number three, Year Without a Santa Claus. Rankin Bass sweeping the board so far. Nice. I really like it. That's a solid, solid start to your Thank list. You. Uh, you are not gonna like my list. So <laughs> Probably here will. we go. Uh, we'll just start it off. And I think it's kind of, kind of prophetic that earlier you were like it's just gonna be five versions of one movie and. That number five is on my list, and that's Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> nice. Because while technically not a Christmas movie, a Hanukkah movie right. still takes place Christmas in season, the Christmas season. Holiday season. And uh, you know what's weird? And I thought for sure you'd just be like shocked by this revelation that this is on my list. We had a discussion, I think, when we were talking 90s comedies maybe mm-hmm. in that episode, where I had revealed that I'm not really a big Adam Sandler fan. Right. In general, just... I don't really like his comedy style, but for some reason, I really like the distastefulness of Eight Crazy Nights. (laughs) Like the concept of this like time worn kind of uh, heartfelt, generic, uh, heartwarming Christmas story told with these really disgustingly just stereotypical jokes and sense of humor. It's like the original sausage party. It really <laughs> works for me. It really is. I mean, they have they have uh, a character in it. Well, two characters, a brother and sister, Whitey and his sister, that are are actually like mentally handicapped and have like a one giant foot and one little <laughs> foot, and people just brutally make fun of them through this whole movie. But what, what makes so it Christmas. what makes it even worse is. Not only are you supposed to be like, oh, like they shouldn't make fun of him. He is the comedic, the most comedic character in the movie. So you're laughing at him and right. then also being like, people shouldn't laugh at this. But this is hilarious. <laughs> this guy is it's ridiculous. It's played for laughs. Um, but just the whole concept. I really like the music in it. Like I'm the a music's big, pretty I'm good. I'm a big musical fan. It's catchy. It is. And it's funny. Um but yeah, the whole thing I really, really like. There's a scene in the mall where he like R- Davy, the main character, which is uh, a much more tone <laughs> animated version of Adam Sandler than he is in real life. He totally took this opportunity. He's like, I want to look good. Yeah. Like, don't no, don't make me like normal <laughs> Sandler. Like, I want to be like kind of hot Sandler. You know? <laughs> can you make me animated hot? Yeah. Can you give me like muscles? And you know what? I'm gonna play basketball real good. <laughs> Apparently Which he, he does. I was about to say, apparently he is very good at basketball. I, I hear that he uh, has a weekly game at like the UCLA college campus basketball dome or something. Nice. He plays a pickup game there like every week. That's I, amazing. Maybe I'm going to have the wrong go college. There. Go there. Uh, yeah, go right there. Check it out. Rush. Rush. He's <laughs> there right now. Go, 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 go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I really like this movie. 
Um, I think it's really funny. But, yeah, the mall scene, he has this amazing thing where he, like, runs away to the mall and all of the mascots and signs come to life in the mall <laughs> and, like, oh, console that. him about his dead parents. I that like about that. Yeah, and how he hates Christmas and he wants to, like, give up and basically, like, kill himself. And they're just like, no, Davey, like, <laughs> don't do it. I'm the panda from Panda Express. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in so long. But – the part where I relate to it is I totally used to hallucinate characters <laughs> coming to life and consoling me <laughs> through my you, life problems. You were your mom. So, yeah, so I was like, oh, this is like what happens to me. Shut up, Tony the Tiger. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> it's like, it's okay, Q. It's like, thanks, big boy burgers. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate it, and I will have five cheeseburgers. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so super funny. I know this movie gets a lot of hates. I, I checked it out. I think it's got like a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, th- I think so. I it's think really Most bad. of those downvotes are Adam Sandler's friends. <laughs> they are. They're just I like, don't encourage this. People who weren't in the movie. It's like, don't nope, down, it. downgrade. Um, but some crazy stuff, little, little things about this is uh, this is one of the only uh, traditionally animated Happy Madison Productions. So his right. production company did that. Well, didn't uh, they? Happy Madison also did that new one um, where they go to hell, but it's claymation and yeah. it's not Christmas. And it's awful. It's not good. I wanted it to be good, though. The cast is great. I know. The uh, It's one of those situations. It's like Will where Forte all the and Nick Swartzen. Like, yeah, like the cast good. is really good. And it's just not funny. We, we tried to watch it and could not make yeah. it feel. But that's, that's a happy Madison. Helen Back. Helen yeah. Back. That's yeah. the name of it. But yeah, that's a happy Madison, isn't yep. it? Yep. Okay, yeah. Just not funny. No. Man, but, I wanted to And a lot good. of people will say this isn't funny, but you know yeah. what? Fuck you. It's well, funny. Well, I did use it as a uh, derogatory joke. I know, and then you uh, said it's just going to be five Eight Crazy Nights, and instead it's number five, five is the, Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. So also you're psychic, so yeah. congratulations. woo <laughs> so, I didn't even know that. Today. So, so now that I have uh, I've thrown that out there. So now uh, anyone who's still listening. Right. And is like, well, I'm not going to listen to this guy's list at all, because if he starts I've got it, a friend's fucking, to get to. Yeah. Um, you know what I would love to see, but let me just interject because you you brought that up, and I think that would be great. If any of you listeners out there, if you guys celebrate Friendsmas, tweet out your Friendsmas pictures and hashtag it Friendsmas. I want to see it. Yeah. And also hashtag it high five so we see it as well. Or also if you do a thing that's similar when you get a group of friends yeah, together around this time of year and it's a ritual – rename it Friendsmas and then tweet us those pictures. Yeah, yeah, do it because we want to see it because I think that would be cool. I yeah. I really don't think we're original enough that, that is we are the first and only people to do that. But I want to see all of our fellow nerds, geeks, weirdos out there having a good time at the holidays. We want to see all of your smiling faces so we can put it up on our wall and throw darts at it. Friendsmas! <laughs> Yay! Yay! So yeah, do it. Tweet at us, email us, hashtag Friendsmas, hashtag High five the podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. So moving on. Number four, Polar Express. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Polar Express. Yes, it is that Polar Express, the <laughs> one with all of the dead-eyed mannequin-looking people. That's the reason it's not a – I'm not going to argue it. It is – there's a quality in there. I think Zemeckis is really good. Yeah. Tom Hanks, I love everything he's in. But it really I could not get over the animation it style. Is, it, it is just in a sinkhole right in the middle of the Uncanny Valley. It, <laughs> like, it is – it is like bad. the animation's almost there. They did better on um, 
Christmas Carol I with Jim Carrey. I disagree with that because I watched that movie today. Oh, really? The you animation, think they, I think, got worse. Really? Yes. I thought it was, at least with the dead eyes, the I thought eyes it was a little were better. bit better. But the overall. But that, I, I don't like that movie either. Oh, man. I watched it today and I couldn't make it through it. Yeah, it is it is hard. Like I said, I've, I've watched Polar Express a couple times. I don't have problems with it. I just can't get over that one thing. It always sort of sours it for me. Right. The animation's just not where I need it to be. But that's more of a me issue than anything else. Well, so I mean, this one I saw in the theater for the first time. It was actually one of the first movies, and I don't know if you remember this, but when it came out, it was one of the first movies in 3D. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw it, I saw it in 3D. And Was it good in 3D? Worth it? I saw it in IMAX 3D was it worth when it? it came out. 100% worth it. Really? I saw it twice. Wow. Yeah. Does I saw it, it twice. I but saw does it, it hold up on the TV? Uh, um. Yes and no. Okay. We actually okay. So many years ago, I used to work at an electronic store. This used to be one of our 3D demos. Oh, so okay. this was one of our first ones that we used to demo for folks, um, because the animation quality is really good. It looks super yeah. crispy in HD. But long story short, now that nerd talks over, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw it in the theater and was because um, I was I don't know. This is 2004, so I was an adult yeah. when this came out, and. It really recaptured kind of that like childlike, I don't know, wonder at something. It really, was, I, I liked the book. We always had it around as man. A kid. The, the book was was the, the book's Van the ones Alsberg you like book. flip it right. Yeah, I loved that book. Yeah, and it's and Chris Van Allsburg, same guy who did Jumanji, yeah. right. um, had a very unique style to his book, right. so very recognizable. And I like that in the movie, instead of reinterpreting it or making it live action, he, they almost directly took the the style and the imagery from mm. the book and translated it to the screen, which I thought was really cool. Although, if you flip the reel upside down and watch it backwards, it doesn't tell the rest of the story. No, it doesn't. So that's the all. only downfall. Yeah, I mean, that. you could. It might. It gives you. I it gives aneurysms. It. it does. It causes Christmas does aneurysms. It? <laughs> yeah, it was no good. Nobody wants a holiday. And the Christmas aneurysm. aneurysm, if you're not sure, it's when you hear jingle bells like in your ear cavity, and uh, and then your your brain explodes. So Man, if you hear jingle worst. bells, ri- randomly get scared. Yeah, you're probably having an aneurysm. You're right, a, a Christmas, Christmas aneurysm. aneurysm. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this movie's really good, man. The 3D was really, really good. The only part that's weird and really dates the movie is, uh, it has Steven Tyler as an elf singing uh, a song at the end. Uh, is it, wait, wait, is it cowboy Steven Tyler? Like nowadays Steven Tyler or like actually was a rock musician Steven Tyler? No, this is like was a rock musician Steven Tyler. That's at least and a he's little like, better. He's like singing and it's. And it's a little elf body, but with Steven Tyler face. <laughs> what? Why don't I remember this? So it's weird. Yeah. That happened. That is That's a really thing. weird. Um, but then Tom Hanks plays like three characters in this. Right, He's right. Santa. He's the yeah. bum on the train. Mm-hmm. And then he's also he's the, the ticket. ticket taker. He's the main guy. Right. The main ticket guy. Uh, he's sort of pulling an Eddie Murphy. He was. It was, <laughs> it was, a, very, it was a very clump-like movie. Like... Hercules. Yeah, everyone actually. If, if you look online, I think uh, Collider mentions it. This they call that movie very clump esque. Um, don't look that up. I'm please don't get to, mad at me, Collider. I love you. I'm gonna. I want to just because I want you to see it. I'm gonna show. I want. I want Jay to record his reaction as I show him a picture of Steven Tyler Elf. <laughs> okay. You ready for this? Okay. I yeah. To, I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. I'm ready. I'm, I gotta get a big I'm one. I'm ready. Here we go. I'm ready. 
<laughs> it's just a little miniature Steven Tyler. It is. It's baby oh, Tyler. Man, that's hilarious. So no, I don't remember that at if all. You, if you check out this movie at all, just watch it for that scene. It's amazing. I, I Okay, before we move on, it's super dangerous to put any sort of popular musician oh. in your film. It's like super dated. It's like when you watch yeah. a movie and like Boy George is in it and you're like, oh, I know when this movie got made. Right, last year because yeah, he's right. still super popular. Right. Um, so yeah, so that, that's in there and, uh, it holds the Guinness book of world records in 2006 as the first all digital motion capture film. I do remember that. And I remember that being like a, one of the big big deals about it. Yeah. And that's why I was so excited to see it. I think Beowulf, he did, Zemeckis did Beowulf after this because he got real stuck in that Zemeckis was motion capture in mocap for a while. Because he did. He did that. He did the Christmas Carol. The Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. So he was like every movie. He's like, yeah. oh fuck it, we'll do it in mocap. They're like, no, seriously, we can make this in live <laughs> action. Like it's not a, not a big it's not deal. a big deal. And he's like, no, 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 mocap. That's the future. That's the future, man. <laughs> I've got this. I've got this great idea. I'm gonna ruin Beowulf, and everyone's gonna pay me seven dollars to see it's it. And they're like, amazing. I don't know about that, Zemeckis. He's like, shut up. I can do Get it. Out of here, Spielberg. <laughs> Suck it. Go make Tin Tin. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Which was better, honestly. It was better. And also mocap. Yeah. So that's my number four, Polar Express. All right. So we're moving up the list here. This is where we get in the real meat and potatoes of things. Okay. I'm my, excited. My number three is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Good choice. Thank you. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh nowadays is a quintessential viewing in my household uh, it's the same for us honestly and you know you'll get into arguments with people and it's like oh it's a halloween movie or it's a christmas movie mm. it's both it in is my both. opinion it we watch both. it at both holidays yep. in my house and if uh if unless you want to argue with disney audience and you don't because no. they are god disney's always right disney puts it out yearly at christmas time yep. so what the fuck does that tell you well and if you're if we're going to ar- argue logistics or specificity the movie takes place at christmas time right so it's christmas movie right get it nerds done that's it high five solved it for you christmas movie so I but, agree. I like it. I love that it's on your yeah, list. Yeah, it is a really good movie. And we've talked before. You know I'm a big stop-motion animation fan. Well, you're uh, a big uh, Selleck fan. I am a huge Henry Selleck fan. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, he doesn't do enough work. But he's this is one of my faves. This actually yeah. turned me on to him. When I saw this movie in the theater when it came out, yep. um, I was blown away by this dark version of stop-motion animation. Because as you mentioned with the Rankin-Bass stuff, which was really kind of my introduction to stop-motion animation. I think for our generation, it's everyone's introduction to stop-motion. Well, I would say it was that and the California Raisins, the Will Vinton stuff. Right, okay, yeah, Vinton was big. That was more like commercial-based. When it came to entertainment motion pictures. Will Vinton did the Christmas specials. He had holiday specials that came out, too. I know, but I mean, like, for for me, when I I think of features... I yeah. think Rankin Bass. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so it was cool to see something very different than yeah. the normal stop motion. It was this dark and kind of scary and yeah. weird, and it took a really dark bent on a very cheerful holiday. It was probably one of my, as a young youngster, it was probably one of my uh, initial forays into the whole horror Christmas subgenre kind of thing, right. horror holidays. Yeah. Um, and man, horror and Christmas mix go together really so well. well. 
it's it's one of those like combinations, almost like a weird food combination. You're like, oh, that would never work, like peanut butter and bananas or something. And like then that it's should delicious. never work. And then it's delicious because the joyfulness and innocence of Christmas juxtaposed with this dark, sinister underbelly. Oh, for it, sure. It's like sour and sweet ba- at the same time. It's for awesome. Sure. For sure. It punches you in the mouth and right. kisses it better. <laughs> now, like Black Christmas, I mean, there are, there are, there are ones out there that you know, kind of break the curve. Yeah. But, uh, and we'll, I bet you, oh, I'm before sure the end of this we'll show, do, we'll have we'll a top five Christmas horrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. During, the, during our run. So that's a stay tuned um, for sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, keep going. Nightmare yeah, Before no, Christmas. No, 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 that was it. So, so Nightmare Before Christmas. So, uh, and I, I've i said it on one of our episodes before. I think it was directorial debuts because this was Henry mm-hmm. Selleck's first. Um, this is not directed by Tim Burton. It's not produced. I, it is produced um, and is very stylized in Tim, but Henry Selleck and Tim Burton have very similar art styles. Um, so, but it frustrates the piss out of me when people are like, I love that Tim Burton movie, that that <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. And I'm like, who directed it? And they're like, Tim Burton. I'm like, nope, no, it's Henry Selleck. Please give that man credit <laughs> yes. for this movie. He deserves it. But I love it, and all the kids that I knew growing up loved it, too. And yeah. now all the kids that shop at Hot Topic love it, too. <laughs> and um, But it's one of those things where, um, you know, the music, Danny Elfman's score in it is just amazing. I'm so glad he took a break from Oingo Boingo to do that movie. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's amazing. And, and he sings all the he songs. He does. He is Jack Skellington's voice. Um which is great, and he it's so iconic, and I can't tell you how many times I've walked around the house singing those songs. Um, but it's really good. Um, Tim Burton was working as an animator at Walt Disney Feature Animation um, and based this off a poem that he wrote. Nice. In 1982. Nice. Really, really good stuff. Um, so another interesting thing, Disney, which now every copy of this movie that you buy – says Disney's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. But when they released it, Disney didn't release it under the Disney banner. They released it under Touchstone Pictures. Nice. Because they were afraid that it was too scary to jive with the Disney mentality. Well, and and correct me if I'm wrong, um, and, man, if, 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 if A were in here, she would be able to tell me because she's the Tim Burton scholar of the couple, but didn't Tim Burton's sketches for this and Frankenweenie basically get him fired from Disney? Yeah. Yeah, like his his animations was his sketches were just too dark, and they're like, we just can't we can't work with your sensibilities. And then he left. Yep, and ended up making Frankenweenie later. But it was this and Frankenweenie, the sketches for these two claymation features that he yep. wanted to do, that basically dissolved his they relationship with it. Disney. Disney, yeah, they weren't into it because, well, up until recently, Disney's branched out and gotten a lot more brave in their creative right. endeavors. But you know, Disney is always the the oh, they're wholesome, right? Squeaky clean. They're the like, wholesome family brand, right? And so, um, but I think I just think it's kind of one of those funny things that originally yeah. they're like, no, 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 we don't want to be a so Touchstone Pictures. We'll put it out, and now they're like, it's Disney's <laughs> The Nightmare Before Christmas, featured at Disney World and Disneyland. We have characters walking around Disney, Disney, Disney. Oh, wait, you mean people really like that? Now that we totally did that. <laughs> yeah, we did that. No, fuck Touchstone Pictures. It's like when when you as a couple get a gift for somebody and you don't think they're going to like it. And you're like, no, don't put my name on that gift. And then they really like it. It's like, that's from both of us. Right. Did you know, man, ugh, I'm going to tell this story anyway, even though I don't know which one it was for. But Stallone did that with a movie. Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. So Stallone did a, a movie that was an adaptation of a book. And then he actually 
petitioned the author to have his name removed from the book and replaced with Sylvester Stallone what? in reprintings of the book. Yes. And I'm going to look it up. By the end of the episode, I'll have this information. Okay. But, yeah, the Google it, guys. So that's basically <laughs> what that's Disney hilarious. did. They're like, no, 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 no. Take their name off of it. No, this is a Disney production <laughs> now. Like, we own them anyway. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll give from, them another movie. That's from both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, Touchstone. Oh, I no, they Touchstone like it? I know Touchstone handed it to you, but that's totally from both yeah, of us. Yeah, and actually, to be perfectly honest, I picked it out. Touchstone yeah. just wrapped it. So. Yeah, so, and it was my money. Right. So that's actually from Disney. It's, just, okay, you Touchstone, know t- Disney and Touchstone, but we're gonna put your name on the back, right. <laughs> on the underside. Yeah, just real. It's in the small print, so yeah. it's fine. So Merry Christmas. That's, Good. Yes, yeah, from, from us. Yeah. <laughs> you like us the most. <laughs> so yeah. So Nightmare Before Christmas on there. It's a great stop motion animation movie. It's just a great uh, horror Christmas movie. What is it about Christmas and stop motion that goes so well together? I think honestly, um, it is an you know, you can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, which I know you will. <laughs> uh, there's something very inherently magical feeling about stop motion animation, right? Because it's not hand drawn animation, no. It's not computer animation. It it looks it has a different tactile feel than anything else. I would say the only thing that comes close to it is full on puppetry, which is this is kind of a version of puppetry. Right. Stop motion animation is. But it has this otherworldly feel to it. It feels both completely like a normal animation style, but it feels otherworldly. Something about it feels otherworldly. It's like watching inanimate things you know to be inanimate come to life. Yes, magically. Yeah, yeah. Magic. And I think that's that. I uh, think that right there, you just hit the nail on the head. I think with drawings, um, it's different because. You can almost watch the, you can all with, or excuse me, with drawings it's different because with stop animation you can almost watch it come to life. Did you just have a Christmas aneurysm? I did. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, so anyway, I think that's for me. That's what yeah. it is. Do you have thought? Do you agree? Is that kind of I, what you? think? I agree. That's how I've always thought. But also for me, and I guess it just comes with the generation that I grew up in is stop motion was always associated with Christmas. So since the 60s and early 70s when when Rankin-Bass was really putting something out every year, they sort of owned that animation style with that holiday. And so, you know, even when I would see the California Raisins and things done in that style, uh, especially the Will Vinton stuff, my mind always went to be like, oh, that's like those Christmas movies. Well, yeah. So whenever, like, growing fair. up, totally. I always associated claymation with Christmas, and I think you're right. I think the innocence of it, the magic of it, is why it pairs so well together. But for me, they just always were synonymous. So now, whenever I see claymation, I think Christmas. You know, you know, I watch An- like Anomalisa, or Anomalisa, however you want to say it, and it's like, wow, this is a, an amazingly moving portrayal of life and Christmas. Yes. <laughs> So gritty, <laughs> so Christmassy, um, which that movie has nothing to do with Christmas. But there's just something about it, you know, like right. it's songs that'll have bells in them or sleigh bells in them that aren't Christmas songs. Like this sounds like a Christmas song because that's how they're always associated. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. I, th- I think that's that's why they they pair so well together. So, yeah, I mean, they're, my list has been completely made up of them so far. So I like it. I'm with it. Awesome. And you know what that means? We've ran through our five three. Oh yeah, threes. what were your five four three? All Rem- right, remind, the, remind the the viewing audience well, that's still listening. Well, my number five is uh, the quintessential hol- holiday classic, Eight Crazy Nights. Awesome. 
followed by my number four, which is Polar Express, Dead-Eyed Polar Express. Just, yep. And my number three is uh, the not-so-dead-eyed and not-garbage-fire <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. I love it. I love the list. So I'm digging it. I'm feeling it so far. I'm full of cheer. My belly is shaking like a bowl full of jelly. I don't really think that has anything to do with holidays. It's just the way that I'm built. Right. But yeah. that does that happens in April, too. But it's, ar- it's around this time that I feel okay with it. Yeah. You know, if Santa can do it, I can do Amen. it. Amen. You know? Hashtag body goals. Santa. <laughs> Santa body goals. <laughs> Hashtag Santa body goals. Santa life goals. I'm getting my Santa body on. You yeah. know what I mean? You got, it, you got to this time of I'm year. I'm chugging. The beach body in the summer, Santa body in the winter. That's right. I'm chugging my, uh, my apple, cider. apple cider, you know. So. Your O'Doul's apple cider. <laughs> so wasted, bro. I'm so wasted. <laughs> well, if you're so wasted, bro, we should listen to some second favorite sponsors, bro. Let's do it. But first, let's hear from our first favorite sponsors, which are us. Go to our store and buy our shit, (laughs) please. Yes. Or you know what? If you can't afford to buy stuff, then at least come to our uh, Crying Wolf show. Yeah, because that's free, right? And a lot of fun. And you can play, and then you're just supporting us with your uh, moral dollars, right? It's moral support dollars. Those aren't as good, but we'll accept. Yeah, we'll appreciate that as well. So December twenty eighth, the Crying Wolf, East Nashville. Get your asses there. Play some Bill Murray Bingo with us. Yep. Also, go to our store at www.highfivepodcast.com. Buy mugs, T-shirts, Space Goodman bags. Everything. Whatever your heart Anything desires. Anything you want. Christmas gifts galore. Also, while you're at it, hop on over to beardmoney.com. We love those guys still. Get some of their T-shirts. Get some of their beard goodies and oils and butters and And balms. since it's Christmas, put in the, the promo code HIGH5 yep. at, at checkout. You get 20%. 20% off. Boom, 20%. You can't just, even just in time for Christmas. You can't afford not to do it. Your I, life just made depend. Hey, boys and girls. It's the holiday season again, and you know what that means. You need to come shop at the Everything Christmas store. It is our favorite time of year. We have Christmas wreaths, and we have Christmas stockings, and we have everything you could want for Christmas, except that most of it is sold out. Um, It is Christmas time, and we do a lot of business this year, Um, so most of everything Christmas is already gone. But don't let that um, deter you from coming to the Everything Christmas. Store. Right, come on down because we've got we've got jingle bells, we've got Christmas tree toppers, we've we, got uh, we're actually out of jingle bells. Um, okay, we have the tree toppers. We have some ribbons from the jingle bells oh, that were like left the... on the floor that okay. we were selling. All right, so, so we, we have definitely to, we've we got have, some ribbons. Yes, yes. Uh, we've got nutcrackers. We've got gingerbread cookies. We've got uh, eggnog. Oh, we uh, actually do not have eggnog or the gingerbread cookies anymore. That's um, totally fine because we've still got like the popcorn garland yes. that we have. Uh, all the popcorn's gone, but the wire underneath the garland is oh, it's there, still there. Is still there. Excellent. With some, I think, some kernels on there. So, so microwave it up. So for a limited a time. Yes. For a limited time, it's a DIY. It is popcorn it is. garland. DIY Christmas. But come on down to the Everything Christmas store because if you want trees, if you want ribbons, if you want uh, tree tree bases well, and wraps, we don't actually have them. Yeah, I was about but to say. We will talk about. 
about them with you, right. and we will show you. Because we love um, Christmas. We actually do have some empty cardboard boxes that we have painted green and red. Right. Um, so if you want to. It kind of like resembles a tree. Yeah, totally. Um, and then my nephew. Uh, gave me one of his socks. Perfect. Um, that oh, has, it's like a stocking. Yes, yes. Uh, and it, ha- it does have property of Terry written on the inside with with uh, the uh, Wednesday. So if your name is Terry, right? Yes. We've got a stocking for you. Yes. Personalized um, stockings. That's actually yeah. what it's in that department. That's what we're it, calling it. It's personal, it is. Personalized it is. Stocking. Uh, pretty much everything for Christmas is sold out. Yeah. Yeah. But you could just come down. Just come and check it out. If you want stuff for Christmas, you you just come here. And, uh, you know, come on down, come on down to the Everything Christmas Store. We don't have much and we won't take you, but you are kind of poor. Yeah, come on down. I'll follow you. Uh, Mr. Ludlum, I'm going to need you to rename your third Jason Bourne book to The Expendables. <laughs> by Sylvester by, Stallone. Written by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> right. And if you could just, you can still like do press and stuff for it and obviously sure. keep writing the series. Sure, totally. But we're really going to need my name to be on it as the author moving forward. And, and honestly, if you could, I, I watched them and I just thought, oh, man, I had those same ideas. So if you could... Um, re rename all the Star Wars extended universe books by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> right, that would be fantastic. That would be really good. That would I would be, appreciate it. I would appreciate it's it. because I mean I don't know if you've lot. seen, but you know I had some really good ideas about what they should do with the movie, and so therefore yeah. it kind of means like I pretty much creatively control the universe <laughs> now. So in regards to that, so and uh, you know Gone with the Wind by Syl- Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone now, right from now on, um, and the Bible. Yeah. Had a lot of good ideas for the Bible. Polar Express. Yeah. You know what? Sylvester Stallone probably made that that uh, Stephen Tyler suggestion. You know what? You know what, Mr. Zemeckis? Hey, yo. Uh, hey, yo, I got a friend named Steven. He really Mr. wants to be in your movie. Steven Tyler. I don't know. What that that was like Christopher Why Walken. is Christopher Walken in this meeting? <laughs> He's like, this is crazy. Uh, I'm here with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. And he's making a suggestion about Steven Tyler. We should put him in the movie. I brought in Mr. Walken here as a consultant for creative purposes. I'm also his translator because sometimes you can't understand what he's saying. So yeah, we want Steven Tyler to be at the end of Poetry Express because like Christmas and stuff. It, and I've obviously written Poetry Express. Right. Because uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Mr. Sloan has already petitioned Mr. Van Allsburg to take his name off of Polar Express, he's also optioned the rights to Jumanji. It's crazy. Wow. Yo, Christopher! <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> the dream meeting. Hey, you know, just like <laughs> Hamilton said, you guys wanted to be in the room where you, it happens. You've asked <laughs> we, for it. And we yeah. just made it happen. We're going to tell the story of tonight. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> You are welcome, world. So <laughs> we're the dumbest gag we've ever done. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> we are back. Well, uh, maybe I don't know. People probably switched it off by now. Well, they thought it was a different show. They came back <laughs> they're and they're like, like, "Oh my god, did I accidentally Frank, tune in to is that Frank Caliendo <laughs> in the bathroom podcast?" <laughs> this is crazy. Frank Caliendo in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you 
know he practices those voices in the shower. You get good acoustics in the shower. That's amazing. Kevin, it's it's the uh, <sighs> it's the Kevin Pollock takes a shower with Frank Caliendo podcast with featuring Jay Farrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just a whole bunch of celebrity voices with water in the background. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really like that concept. <laughs> Coming soon to the High Five Network. <laughs> Caliendo, Pollock, shower. <laughs> <laughs> two dudes one shower <laughs> coming to your ear holes <laughs> stay tuned for shower voices <laughs> all right we've spent enough time laughing at ourselves okay, okay. So, so moving on back, the back to our list you are now on your two and one i am so hit us with it all right my number two is actually a more recent one it's uh <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Uh, it's it's from 2011, okay. so not too far, not too long ago. Uh, it's nice when you get a new Christmas classic every now and then. So this one definitely stood out for me, and it's become a Christmas tradition in our home. Arthur Christmas. Okay. Have you ever <laughs> seen it? Yep. You don't like it? <laughs> nope. Nope. A Christmas classic? I really like that movie. All right. I mean, honestly, I have liked everything that Artman Animation has put out. Like Even I love their the computer wa- animation stuff. I love the Wallace and Gromit. Um, I love uh, I Flushed love Away. Flushed Away is really good. Shaun the Sheep that came out like a year or two ago. That was a pretty much a silent movie. It was fantastic it was though. Really good. Very funny. Um, and this one to me is is no different. I love the voice cast. Um, I think like I think Hugh Laurie is great. I think um, it's McAvoy yeah, is in it. McAvoy. I think he's great. Um, All right, maybe I'll go back and watch it again. I I think it's definitely worth a watch. Well, the thing about it is I like that it's a different type of story around Christmas. And, you know, the the top three of mine are all – they take the holiday season – uh-huh. And they change it around so it's not just doing the same old notes again. Okay. So I love in Arthur Christmas the idea that Santa Claus is generationally handed down in families. It's not the same Santa. He's not like 8 million years old. It's a string of people that are endowed with this power and this right. responsibility. To become Santa. And then they all have these generational ideas of how they think it should be done. So you've got the old guys who use the sleigh and <clears throat> and the navigation maps and just like fairy dust. And then you have younger guys who want to implement all this technology in it. And then you've got Arthur, who's just a total fuck up, but right. he just loves Christmas. And it shows kind of this familial uh, family difference on how to approach a job and how to approach a season and how – joy and jobs don't you have like done one of them's like really militaristic one of them's extremely militaristic the hugh laurie the brother and he runs this gigantic ship that's like a city it's as big as a city and it like camouflages the sky and that's how they do all the 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 gifts every night they drop elves down and they're like this military like these green berets these elf (laughs) green berets and then santa's just kind of this figurehead but the idea of that one person can kind of bring it back around and remembering what the season's all about. You know, the premise of the movie is that they have this epically well-done Christmas, sort of a mission-accomplished joke. Right. But one gift gets missed, and one child gets missed, and everyone else is racking it up to, oh, it's just one kid. We've got it's you know, fine. 10 million we did right, and there's just one kid. And Arthur Christmas is the only one with like an elf that wants a promotion and this old crabby ass Santa who wants to prove himself to to get this gift to this kid. Uh And it just 
I don't know. It's a, just a really good story. It's a told in a different way, and I like that the messaging is is something new. It's not just right. like, oh, Christmas is a great time of year. Let's all be happy about it. And am I having a Christmas aneurysm <laughs> right now? Uh, so okay. Uh, now that my time is up on that. But yes, Arthur Christmas. If you haven't seen it, I think you should rewatch it. If you've seen it and don't like it, rewatch it again because I I will rewatch it. I, Wasn't I say, there what was the like oldest Santa? Was he like a real like he was kind of kooky? Uh, he was like, le- the kooky he's grandpa. Le- he's legitimately insane. Okay. Um, and he goes on the mission to basically prove that he's right, and he messes everything up. Got and it. strands them okay, in the middle so of the I ocean. Do, it has been. I I don't think I saw it since it came yeah. out. So I will definitely check it again. Yeah, and we'll then they uh, they bring on a mentally challenged reindeer that comes and helps them. This kind of sounds like eight crazy nights. Yeah. Do they make fun of him? Does he have one big foot and one little foot? He has one big horn and, <laughs> and like one a little, little horn, like a little horn. I think <laughs> is that like yeah. common like visual slang for like mentally I, handicapped? I guess they're like, look, if we need to like communicate that this person's handicapped without different. actually right. And we'll just give them like one big hand and one, <laughs> one little hand. Thing and one little thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're a little off. Right. Got one will. real big eye and one little eye. <laughs> <laughs> one huge nostril, one regular size nostril. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right at the side. <laughs> one huge testicle and one real small one. But you can never see it. It's just there. <laughs> it's for the character. It's just so you know. It the really prosthetic, the actor the has to wear the prosthetic, but it's just to inform the character. Right. So yeah. they just know. So yeah, that honestly, my number two is Arthur Christmas because it has recently become one that we watch every year, and I enjoy it every single time we watch it. Nice. So nice. And Ardman like doesn't Ardman doesn't put out anything bad. Chicken Run's good too. Oh, Chicken! I did forget about Chicken yeah. Run. I really like all of his, all of the Ardman companies, all of their stop motion stuff. Yes. I kind of fell off around Flushed Away, like when they switched to the computer animation right. stuff. Flushed Away? No, Flushed Away is. Sort of looks like claymation, but, but it's, it's computer animated. It's computer. Well, I like that movie too, though. That's an interesting. I know that's, that's what you're saying. I actually, um, I watched like half of it. Yeah, no, that those the thing about the Ardman stories is that they take common tropes and then sort of about the halfway mark, it's where most stories would end. So and the normal progression, yeah, the it. normal progression of a story is like, oh well, this happens, and then there's this problem, and then they band together and they fix it. Well, in the Ardman movies, that happens. But that's at the halfway mark, and then there's the rest of the story, and it's always a different take. And that's nice. why I like Flushed Away is the same way. About halfway through the movie, you're like, oh, I see where this is going, and you're most of the time wrong. Okay. So, Will you convince me? I will go back out where we watch both of them. I, I would I also really like the Ardman Life at the Zoo stuff. Oh, man. This is yeah. hilarious. Yes. And if anybody hasn't seen that, go YouTube clips of it. It's, it's, it's yeah, funny. The Ardman Claymation is just it's stellar. It's good. So, so that's good. Solid <laughs> number two. My man. number two. And my number one? Nightmare Before Christmas. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. What is this? What is this? <laughs> I love it. Yes. Uh, I mean, you've mentioned everything that I was going to mention about it. I, I enjoy Henry Selleck. I think this is a fantastic feature film. Uh, you know, Danny Elfman with the songs and him being Jack Skellington. And then we talked about how it's sort of a mix of a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. Yep. In my household, we watch it at both. Nice. And which is why it stands out and it's my number one okay. because it is multidimensional and I can enjoy it multiple times a year, which makes me enjoy it even more at Christmas because it sort of wraps up the right. year for me. Yeah, definitely. And it has just been one of those staple movies that I've always really, really enjoyed. And then when I think of Christmas movies, it comes up just out of almost as a reflex when I'm thinking about this time of year. We have a staple of movies that we watch 
every like every single Christmas. Right. You know, there's the classics. You've got Christmas Story, and you've got White Christmas, and then you've got some of the modern day ones, which is like Elf, right. and some more. But that one is in there. We also have some horror movies that we watch around this time of year nice. too. But when it comes to the claymation ones, this one's always in there. And Excellent. so, yeah, number one for me, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and just because it's so different, you know, as I said, all three of my tops yeah. are, are very different takes on the holiday season. For sure. I loved always having that claymation feel and adapting it to Christmas and connecting it with Christmas growing up. Right. And so to see that style used in a genre and a storytelling way that's more my sensibilities, it's, which is darker and scarier and, a, and a that's what I was going to say. I was like, that it. fits for you because I know that you tend to gravitate towards things that are a little weirder. You're a spooky yep. kid, if you will. Yep, I am. And so uh, so that totally makes sense to me that that's yeah. your number one. So that is that's why it's my number one. All the way back to 1993, you're like 20, almost 25 years old now. Holy that balls. Movie. So, Saw that in the theater. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like I said. Yeah. Craziness. I, I, but yeah, that's why it's my number one. And it. It deserves it. It will man. hold a tight spot there. I will not. I will not knock you for that. At all. Granted, it was my number three, but still on my list. Hey, it's clearly on higher list. on my list. It wasn't. Right. My, it's no eight crazy nights. But no, it's, it, uh, it's 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 good. Right. It's great. It's not great. It's pretty good. good. Um. So that's it. I'll run down through my five. Yes, though. please do. So five. Santa Claus is coming to town. Number four. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Na- Reindeer. Or name. No, or name, dear. Uh, three. Year without a Santa Claus. Nice. Two. Arthur Christmas. And number one. Nightmare Before Christmas. Excellent. I commend you on all of your holiday choices. Thank you. I appreciate this audio it's present gift, that you have gift gifted to me. everyone. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. You're welcome, world. Yeah, it's you are. The, it's the coming of Jay's list. <laughs> now, what I want is I want a gift from you. So I want to know your top two. Um, well, I'm going to take this <sighs> gift that you gave me last year, and I'm just going to give it back to you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's the kind of classy guy that I am. No. Uh, my number two is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know I kind of uh, shot my load a little early <laughs> in, the, in the episode. By being as baffled by right, how low it was shocking, for me. Shocked by how low they were. So, I mean – for me, is one of those things I know we were talking about the claymation stuff, and it's just one of those seminal movies that tells a quintessential uh, holiday story. It's the creation of Santa Claus. And, and the Winter Wizard is that the is that the character's name? Yeah, in the it? like Wizard. I like the the twist on that is you think he's this terrible bad guy, but then Santa Claus gives him a gift and he right. helps start start helping out and gives him magical powers. And, and like you said, it's the Winter Warlock. Winter Warlock. And I know it's it's uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger, yeah, which is like which one of my best, favorite things ever. Best name. And I like the fact that it started with, you know, it's this small town where they don't celebrate holiday. Right. Uh, this holiday that it doesn't really exist yet. And all the children are destitute, and it's this poor town. And he is basically, he starts out with these elves, the family, the Klauses, that he gets right. adopted by as a baby, who are is a family of dwarves. Right. Um, and they make toys for this impoverished kind of, but they can't give them to him. Right. And it's outlawed. And so he has to find ways to sneak into their houses to give it. So ultimately it leads to the whole chimney thing. And I 
think that was really cool. I was like, yeah. okay, like it actually gives motivation behind this fat dude who just spies <laughs> on children throughout the year, especially while they're sleeping. Yes. And sneaks in and is like, hey, by the way, not to like bother you parents, but I'm just going to give your kids some presents. Is that cool? <laughs> Like it's a really weird concept when you yeah. like break it down to its its ultimate just what it is, yeah. you know. It's like, okay, so there's a big fat guy that sits around and watch my child year round, make sure they're being good and then sneaks into my house while we're all sleeping to leave shit specifically for my child under the tree of which I don't know what it is at all. So, and you're going to get here you're just gonna like drive in a Buick. You're gonna just park like park out front. No, no, I have a sleigh. Right. Um. Oh, like in a team of horses. Well, kind of, uh, kind of reindeer, and I'm gonna park it on your roof. Right. And so. oh, but you're gonna just come in the front door, you know, not to alert our neighbors or anything. Nah, I was really thinking that I'd just like slide down your chimney. Burgermeister's real strict on this, so I I gotta hide. So I'm gonna bring a crew of animals, right. bells asunder, and some, and then go in and, and you know and be maybe on the most visible part of your house. One or two of my tiny friends who right. are obviously not human. They can hide behind bushes, right? You know, we don't want the neighbors like catching on and being like, "Why is this?" You know. We're just real discreet about yeah. it. Oh, okay, cool. Also, if you could leave me a snack, that would be great. <laughs> I get really parched yeah. during this. It's like, yeah. okay, well, we'll just leave out some like, like some some ice water or something. It's like, wow. Well, now, you know what I really a big like? Fan of milk. You know what I really like? Cookies. You, you know, know, I my doctor says I'm low on calcium. Right. And, and uh, I have a blood sugar thing. Now that we're saying that, I think Santa might be a bit of a bully. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just like, he's like, you know what I'd really like? Cookies. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll get some, like, I don't know, some, like, sugar. No, nah, I don't really don't like sugar. You know what I really like? Oatmeal raisin cookies. So oatmeal if raisin could, cookies and milk. Right. If you could have those out, that would be fantastic. Cool. If they're like, well, Santa, we're Jewish. Like, we don't sell. And he's like, that's fine. I'm still going to come to your house. Right. And could you do it for eight days? Right. I'm I'm really not going to leave anything, but if you could still have that cookies and milk. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give your kids some pencils right. and some school supplies. Right. Um, but I'll do it eight days. But just keep leaving right. the cookies I just out. imagine that that's how the, the Christmas holiday spread is. Like, originally people were like, nah, I'd rather you not come into my house. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm coming into your house, and I'm going <laughs> to leave presents. So I'm going to need you to either get with the program like this has happened, <laughs> right? Whether and you like right, it or not, right? They're like, they're like, nah, like we're not. What is this holiday? You're you're making up your own holiday so that you can legally break into our house every year and leave shit, but force us to feed you. Is this the purge? Right? <laughs> That's what it is. And they're like, no, nah, like people initially were like, no, nah, I'm not really into the whole Christmas thing. We'll just we just give each other presents. That's fine. We don't really need you to do it. <laughs> He's like, I got this. No, like I'll handle it. I'm. I will be there at eleven o'clock tonight. So let's just say if there's not so milk make sure cookies, your kids are in bed. And if they see me, oh my god! If they see me, <laughs> or, or are you are you listening? If they see me, I got my buddy. Krampus. God help you. I got my buddy Krampus over here. He's gonna fucking take your children. <laughs> you understand me? <laughs> I work with a warlock. Do you know a warlock? I didn't think so. Don't. Good. Great. Let's just make sure cookies. <laughs> children are asleep. And let them fucking yeah. see me. And uh, oh, oh, and just a little thing, small thing, small. In about five generations, I'm just going to stop doing this and you're going to have to do it. <laughs> right. Cool. Good. But you still have to tell people I'm doing it. <laughs> right. So, no, that's that's from both of us. 
<laughs> Santa is Disney. <laughs> that, that's that's from no, both. no 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 Santa no that's from Santa. <laughs> Santa, mom and dad, thanks for my bike. No no that's from both of us. Yeah, that's, that's from, from that's from, from us. us. Both. Yeah, that's from us. But both. Santa doesn't. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's from both. Yeah. So you see, there's a bite out of your cookies, and some milk was gone. Okay, it's from both of us. <laughs> It's <laughs> amazing. So that's actually the plot of this movie, right? That's ex- and Mickey Rooney once again <laughs> as hey. as Bully Santa. I have a good Mickey Rooney yeah, impression. That was pretty good. She's I like, like hey, that. I'm Mickey Rooney. <laughs> actually, it'd be more like this because he's dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's silence. why we both did it. Yeah. All right. So, but anyway, uh, it's a great thing. Um, so, did you know that Santa Claus is coming to town was actually made in Japan? Oh yeah, I did know that. And used uh, their form of stop motion animation is called Animagic. Ooh, I feel I feel merrier already. All of the characters, and what makes it specific to it is all the characters are made out of wood and plastic, nice and animated via stop motion photography. photography. Nice. but it's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's kind of their own thing. Um, and again, yeah. what a better I mean for a Christmas movie, what a better narrator than Fred Astaire. I mean, that, that Postman image is just iconic. So you remember how we were talking about how there's like an edited and non-edited version? Yeah. There actually is. Yeah, I know. Okay. So uh, ABC Family, when they aired this, they cut several scenes which they thought they deemed to be possibly traumatizing to younger viewers. I Can we discuss this. these? Yes, because I've actually seen the unedited version. Right. Where Burgermeister goes all like uh, yeah, Pontius Pilate on he the gifts. And burns <laughs> all of their toys. Okay, so the the first scene that they cut out is uh, Chris climbing and leaping to es- uh, to escape to prevent children from doing dangerous stunts. Okay, so so they were like, we're gonna we can't show Santa Claus like jumping around and climbing. He's not gonna parkour around the city because we don't want kids being like, I'm Santa, and leaping <laughs> off the roof to their demise. They're like, and also, then they watch Prince of Persia, and that was out the window. Right, exactly, um, and. Uh, there's a, there's a scene where Winter Warlock uh, uh, tells Chris that he knows he'll return and also tells him that he will never escape, <laughs> which is kind of scary. And, and then Chris is like, oh, I will escape. Boom. Back. Gone. <laughs> well, no, he didn't throw up. He just <laughs> no, just when he goes, ah, and died. <laughs> and died. Yeah. That's how he escapes. I will escape. The sweet yeah. embrace of death. Yeah. Uh, it's like the end of Inception. Finally, like you had said, when the Burmeister burns all of the toys from the chi- that he stole from the children of Sombertown. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the name, that's the name of the town. Like, what? Who's moving there? Like, who's... He's like, oh, honey, I got a job opportunity. We're moving to Sombertown. It's like, ah, can we not? Like, that's really close to Happyville, isn't it? Like, can we can we go there? Can we go no, that's like a Greenland, Iceland thing. We no, want no. to go to Sombertown. No, check it out. Sombertown's really cool because I heard they got this fat guy that slides down <laughs> chimneys and gives toys to kids. But unfortunately, uh, the ruler of our town kind of burns this shit every yeah. year. So, you know. And there are a lot of rules. It's like half fun, half not fun. Right. It's somber. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. So that's my number two. I like Santa Claus two. coming down. Thank you very much. And uh, on to number one. My number one is Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah, up top. Woohoo! That's I mean, it's a classic for a reason. And the reason for me is because Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer was the very first stop motion animation thing I saw mm-hmm. ever, and it is a seminal viewing in our household, much like it is for the world, right? You know, all over. But this movie 
there was something so cool and funny about the quirky characters that they had in it. Right. Because you always you know the song about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and you know the basic logistics of it. But I, but I always like the fact that uh, he traveled with uh, an elf, like an elf, yeah, a, an elf that wanted, wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> yeah, wanted to be a dentist. Hermes. Yeah. Which I thought was awesome. Um, and what then, a random thing. Right. He just wanted to be a dentist. There's like, okay. He's like, I don't really want to build toys. I want to be a dentist. You think he grew up to be the tooth fairy? I think so. Okay, cool. But it, once again, like in the Santa Claus situation, there was no there was no like tooth fairy. And he's like, no, I'm just going to come into your house <laughs> at night while your kids are sleeping. So like when my, when my my – and then back then they didn't know a lot about right. like medical science. They're right. like, so when my, my children's mouth bones fall out of their come face out. – like instead of just throwing them away or burying them in the backyard like we've been doing, we should like get mail them to you. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Put them under your kid's pillow. I'm gonna come in their bedroom and take while them they're sleeping and take them. Right. Oh, I uh, no, I'll leave you like a quarter or something. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally cool. I need the teeth. Yeah, they have them. But, but no, they're fine. Out we anyway. can we can just send them to you. That's fine. No, 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 no. No, no I'm coming. Listen, coming in the house. Listen, I got a friend. <laughs> I got this friend up north. <laughs> Santa. I know this guy up north. <laughs> I know this Chris. guy. He's got a really good system for getting into children's bedrooms at night. I'm going to do that. You know, you'll never even know I was there. That's a little <laughs> even more upsetting. More upsetting. <laughs> Could you, like, let us know when you're coming? No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. It'll I'll be, just be there. It'll be after their mouth bones fall out of their face. <laughs> Sometime between when they fall asleep and when they wake up. Could you be more like 11? Could you be there at 11? No. No. I, who knows? <laughs> Maybe a lot of kids are losing be. mouth bones this know. week. You know what? Maybe it's good for you to be asleep, too, yeah. when I come. You know what? Everybody just be <laughs> unconscious in your house. I'll just be in the house rooting around your kid's bedroom. Yeah. I may Promise. or may. I, I'll leave them a gift. Right. It'll be fine. And then fine. I'll go. It'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. That is. Are you wearing a teeth? Uh, are you wearing a necklace of teeth? I am not. Yeah. Chink, chink, chink. Shoves it in his shirt. Shoves it inside. Um, that is exactly what happened to the elf. Yeah. Uh, so, once again, breaking news <laughs> constantly on here. Straight from Rankin and Bass <laughs> official headquarters. Well, what, what I didn't, um, what I didn't mention in mind. One of the things that I've always really liked about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was I love the idea of the Island of Misfit Toys. Yes, totally. And I love that they go there, and I love that they're like the broken toys. Um, and then again, we're talking about edited and unedited versions of these movies. There's an edited and unedited version of this movie too. Did you know that? I did not. Yes, there is an ending. Where the original ending of this movie had nothing to do with the uh, island of forgotten toys. Okay. And when they sh- showed it live, they got angry letters because kids were upset that the the toys on the island of forgotten toys were forgotten in the movie. That no one came back to help them out like they promised. <laughs> so they re-edited and reanimated a scene, a stinger scene, of Santa Claus going back to the island. Like, don't worry, we didn't rest- forget about them. <laughs> but they did in the original version, and it upset like children everywhere. So they animated a new stinger scene to say, no, no, Santa and, R- and Rudolph totally go fine. back and get all the toys it's and bring totally them new fine. homes. Uh, don't cry anymore. We're sorry we ruined Christmas. That's pretty amazing yeah i love that very much but yeah i mean that's that's why it's kind of this this quintessential flick is i mean it's it's something that it touches on a song that's with all of us from childhood it's got that magical element of the claymation it does have unique features such as a dentist elf and the island of misfit toys right 
And you know, and it was Burl a huge Ives as a snow beast, exactly, and then as uh, a living U- snow person, and then U- Yukon, which <laughs> the, is, who constantly licks stuff, which is fantastic. Um, and then I believe has a romance with Bigfoot <laughs> with I a mean, Yeti afterwards. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, and Burl Ives get married. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's pretty progressive. Yeah, it is super progressive. Um, which is fine. We're fine with that at yeah. High Five. Like, if people want to marry abominable snowmen, they're a beautiful. Or, they're a beautiful couple, or, or crazy snow people. Yeah. That's totally fine. We're we got invited that. to their wedding. They're we a beautiful it. group. Yeah, they are. We love them very much. Shout out, Yukon and Burl. Yep. Hashtag Yukon and Burl forever, <laughs> For, <laughs> forever. Um, so it's one of those things that I don't know. My kids love it, and it's it's one of those that every time we watch it. I feel like it it can never I, there will never be a generation and this is maybe a lofty prediction. <laughs> there will never be a generation that's just like this is shit. You know what I mean? Like I feel it's gonna like it'll be like Logan Run Blade Runner times and they'll still be watching this right, movie. Right. It's it, it feels very not dated. Yes. A lot of those Rankin Bass ones can tend to feel a little dated, especially like Santa Claus coming to town. They have very 70s kind of <laughs> hairstyles do. and they clothes do. even though it doesn't take place in the 70s. Right. And even the year without a Santa Claus, they it feels very that. But Rudolph doesn't. It feels super timeless. I feel like it is probably their most timeless feeling movie. And right. for that, I think it's perfect for Christmas. Right. It's all about the the feeling of, of acceptance and love, even if you're different. It's about giving. It's about, you know, standing up for what you believe in. It's about being yourself. I feel like it kind of all has these amazing things that are happening. And uh, so I guess I'll wrap it up. <laughs> so that's uh, that's it. But so yeah, we're, so we're not discussing list. the sequel, uh, Rudolph's Shiny New Year, which was a dumpster fire. Right. Uh, or as I like to call it, Rudolph's Shitty New Year. <laughs> yeah. Because oh that's what goodness. it is. Oh, it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. Uh, but it was a big hit for Ring of Bass, so they're like, let's put Rudolph in everything. Yeah. Rudolph goes to Mars. <laughs> Rudolph goes to camp. <laughs> right. Rudolph Rudolph's goes to jail. Rudolph saves stupid. Yeah. Rudolph is earnest now. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> that's what happened. So yeah, so that's my uh, that's my top two and one. I like it. So uh, I guess I can rattle these back off again real let's, quick. Let's do it. So I've got my number five is Eight Crazy Nights. My number four is Polar Express. My number three is The Nightmare Before Christmas. My number two is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And my numero uno is Rudolph, that shiny nose red reindeer. Woohoo! 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 <laughs> Oh, what does that sound mean, boys and girls? Creepy people are sneaking into your house. <laughs> That's what it means. Go to sleep. <laughs> so, did you already give us your list? Yeah. Okay, good. So yeah. we're so we're done. We're all caught up. Yeah, we're. I think it's about time to go to a commercial break, and we can come back and play a Christmas game. That sounds awesome. I'm so excited because you know what this means. Us finishing this episode means we are one step closer to getting to celebrate Friendsmas. I know. Isn't that exciting? Almost there. Everybody should go do it. Almost there. It's amazing. Friendsmas for everyone. (laughs) Hashtag Friendsmas forever (laughs) with EVA. Like four. Friendsmas forever. (laughs) For too long, our houses and our families have come under siege every December by houses being broken into, people being victimized, and B&Es running rampant through the streets. So this year, arm your house with Santa security systems. So, 
I was, I was at home on Christmas Eve, and I went to sleep, and somebody broke into my house and just left their things all over my living room. It was so traumatic. They, they ate my cookies, and they ate my milk, and they left. I'm pretty sure they damaged shingles on my roof. It is about time that we stood up to this fat man that comes down our chimney sleuths every year. But he's coming down him, and you've got to stop him. Do you want fire that starts when an automatic sensor is set off in your chimney? You bet your ass you do. Do you want locks on this door, Kringle safe? You do, because Christmas is no longer safe for Santa. Uh, I like to protect my family yearly uh, from the quote-unquote fat jolly man that comes down the chimney. And you know what? I don't want this guy coming to my house. I got to keep my wife safe. I got to keep my children safe. I got to keep my dog safe. For too long, our houses have been under siege. Now, if you want our highest security package available, you get our Santa shot. And what that is, is a, a wire trip shotgun pointed directly at the chimney base. And so if anyone gets within a five foot radius of that, pets included, blammo, no more Santa. Uh, to be fair, uh, I'm not 100% sure that we're going to need this service anymore, as uh, I did purchase the Santa shop, and it did kill Santa Claus. <laughs> if you want the biggest security this this side of North the North Pole, then you get Santa security systems. To be fair, though, to, to really elaborate on that, um, you see, it appears that when you kill Santa, you have to become Santa, so I am... I am now actually Santa Claus, and I don't, I don't really want to die. So, if you could maybe stop pitching this service. That would be. Re- I mean, it worked great for me. Clearly, I'm, I'm very satisfied customer, but I'm, I'm just very concerned for my future health. Suck it, Santa! December 25th is no longer your night. You'll regret. commercial break because that shit's really great and if you're still listening then you know this is good all right that's it that's all i got i ran out of rhymes i'm tired of that that is all of the rhymes <laughs> that's all of the things i know <laughs> that, is, that is all of the things that was words and i said them and that is it. the end done the done. end so now it's time to play a game, game this is one time, of our time, favorite times time, but i know this time, is yours because you're 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 our official Game Meister. You're the Game Meister Meister Gamer. I, yes, okay. So for tonight only, I'm Game Meister Meister Gamer. And what we're going to play is uh, one of our classics, one of our favorites. Since this is the season finale, you know, I want to bring back something that was classic for us all season. Um, but it's a Christmas recast. Yep. So we're going to take a movie. Uh, very similar to what we did on the website, honestly. We're going to pick nice. another Rankin Bass. Uh, you know, we did a live casting for... Uh, Santa Claus, the year without a Santa Claus on yep. our website, which you can find in our bonus feature section. It's hilarious. Check it out. And so we're going to do the same thing, but with Santa Claus is coming to town. So it was on both of our lists. Yep. We're both fond of it. Yep. There are enough human characters where we can actually oh, deliberate sure. on who should play them. Uh, and so we're going to do a live cast scene for scene remake of Santa Claus is coming to town right now 
on High Five the podcast season finale. Go. Our Christmas special. Here we go. So the, the Christmas uh, special. What since since I, I just told you what the movie is, now you have the cast list pulled up. Who are the six characters that will be right, casting? So we're gonna do we're gonna cast the Fred Astaire part. Okay. Which is his character's name was S. D. Kluger. Nice. All right. Uh, we're gonna cast the uh, Chris Kringle Santa Claus part. I would hope so. We're gonna cast the Winter Warlock. Okay. We're gonna cast uh, Jessica Claus. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the redhead, saucy Mrs. Claus. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna cast my, uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger. I would hope. Yes, we would have to. And we're gonna cast Tonta Kringle, which is the the elderly woman that oh, adopts. Right. Right. Chris Kringle. Okay. And, and basically, is is his end the whole rest of the Kringle family? I like it. I All like right. it. Okay, so starting with, let's start with the storyteller. Okay, yeah. S.D. Kluger. So in the time, Fred Astaire. So yes. who is today's Fred Astaire? Okay, I'm going to say this. Or are we just casting off of look? I'm I'm fine with going on theme. So today's Fred Astaire, you know who I think today's Fred Astaire is? Who? Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, I could get behind S- that. Song and Dance Man, totally. host the Tonys totally. all the time. He's... Like live and limber and very jolly. The only other person that I would counter with, because they host a yearly Christmas special and is one of the biggest things, would be Michael Bublé. True. He is also very funny, and he is primarily a musician, kind of right. like Fred Astaire was. Right. And he has a yearly Christmas special, Michael Bublé's Christmas special. That is every very year. true. So he's already Christmas themed. Ooh, now you've got me. Okay. And Fred Astaire is one of those, like, I feel like Neil Patrick Harris is super recognizable. Right. I feel like Fred Astaire was, while did movies primarily, he's not su- he wasn't such an, um, I feel like Neil Patrick Harris is a meme of a person. <laughs> like, he is a real life meme. Okay. He has ascended from superstardom into, like, this ethereal <laughs> pop culture zeitgeist level. All the way from Doogie to now. Right. I feel like he is like he's next level kind of shit. Okay. I feel like Fred Astaire, while he is also next level kind of shit, that didn't exist in the time frame. So he was just a very popular song and dance guy. Right. And so I feel like that's kind of what. And, you know, if we're really being honest about it, that character is not in the movie that much. Yes. So maybe Neil Patrick Harris wouldn't want to. That's just my just argument for that. Michael Bublé, at least. You know, I think Michael Bublé would capture more of what Fred Astaire captured with that. It's a song and dance man who everybody recognizes and can associate with Christmas. Because he's the mailman, right? At the beginning, he's just yeah. kind of like, hey, yeah, it's me. Do you want to know what the story of Santa? Well, I can tell you Come that. Come on over, yeah. little kids. I <laughs> <laughs> Come on over to my truck. <laughs> Get in the back. I'm going to tell you a story. I got some stories. I'm going to gonna sing you. to you. Santa brings you presents. I'm going to bring you a present. Michael Buble. My name is Buble. Yeah. So okay, yeah, Michael Buble for the for the mailman character. I like that. All right, cool. So that's good. So we've got cast number one. We got cast SD number one. SD Kluger, formerly played by Fred Astaire, in real live action casting would be Michael Buble. Uh-huh. So moving on, we've got Chris Kringle slash Santa Claus. Now, here's the deal. We've got to cast him both ways. W- like, like Fat like Santa? Not, yeah. Or do you think we could find an actor that could be both red? Because he's, he's the ginger-haired, right. young, dashing Robert right. Redford Santa. <laughs> <laughs> the Sundance and <laughs> Butch Cassidy <laughs> Santa. And then he becomes chubby 
But not for like much of the movie. No, at the very like, end. We could, I think that could be CG'd or like fat suited. Okay, so we're going to cast one guy I, to I, play both. I think, and okay. I think I've, I've got a good pick for this okay. one. Dom Hall Gleason. Okay. From Ex Machina. I can see that. And episode Star Wars Episode 7. Yeah. Guy's been in everything recently and he's always fantastic. Super red hair, live and spry. Yeah. He could totally pull off that happy, jolly, naive type of character, but determined as well. Like, just think of his character from Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. And make it happier and make it around And Christmas. he does kind of have that good, like, 70s hair. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while you'll see him and he has yep. that, like, the Bieber swoop. Yep. So I could totally, yeah, I'll go with that. I'm not even going to, I was going to offer Eddie Redmayne just because he is the only other gender (laughs) actor that I'm aware of (laughs) that exists. I think uh, just his performance in Jupiter Ascending knocks him right out of this. (laughs) Right out. (laughs) Just right out. Right out. Um, And I also think, you know what, I'm going to go with you that I think Domhnall Gleeson is understated of a character Mm -hmm. actor enough that he's not so big and like Eddie Redmayne, you're right, would be. It's too right. It's too big. Like I would almost say. I mean, if he had red hair, I would say Oscar Isaac. I think, oh, I think. that would be. Ooh, can we have a dyed red hair Oscar Isaac as Santa? I, mean, I bet he would do it. And he they let he let him dye his whole body blue for a. I know. So I bet he would do it. But I almost feel like Domhnall Gleeson would fit the body type better because he's kind of gangly. Yeah. So I would want to stick with that. But man, next choice understudy Oscar Isaac. For sure. Yeah. All right. So he's playing second. And that'll fiddle. be that would be three movies that they're in together. That it's is true. Makina, Star Wars, and that's that's the trifecta. Yeah. We're just completing so, it. It would Dude, be great. Come on, Hollywood, make this happen. <laughs> How has this not been done already? So All right, yeah, that's so, he's my pick for that. So I like it. Very good. So we've got Domino Gleason as uh, Chris Kringle, yep. aka Future Santa. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on, Winter Warlock. Okay. This one's tough. But I, what what do you think? I've got I've got an idea, but I want. I'm know gonna say that Neil Patrick Harris could be Winter Warlock. <laughs> okay, okay, he's a little goofy, and I, he does some see. song and dance kind of stuff. I could he see does that. Like a little tappy with the cane, yeah. and like I was gonna say, uh, outside of the tappy with the cane, I was gonna say Michael Gambon. <sighs> okay, from like Dumble. Imagine Dumbledore as the Winter Warlock. But see, I pictured because Winter Warlock is kind of a, I don't want to say a dunce, but he's kind of a dunce. Yeah, a and little bit. I feel like bit. Michael Gambon, no matter what he says and how he says it, is just super educated. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, then I've got another idea for you. Okay. Keegan Michael Key. Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 100% sold. Yeah. I love that he so much. He can play goofy. He's old enough. And he he's, could tap dance and he's around. British. He's British. He's hilarious. I am. I that is I feel like that's our best casting yet. Okay, Jim Broadbent, Winter Warlock. You know what? I'm gonna make a post on our bonus sections uh, page about this, just like can I did you? with the last. Good, one. that would be great. Yeah. I would really like that. Yeah, a visual representation. So of people this game. can see this and be like, oh yeah, yeah okay, okay, I see what they're good. talking about. Yeah. All right. So so far we're on a, a good roll. I, I would watch this movie. So next up, this is a good one. Jessica Claus. Okay. I have an idea, but I want to hear your thoughts. All right. I've got two. Okay. All right. First one is going to be uh, Jessica Chastain. Okay. For obvious oh, reasons. Oh, yeah, for Jessica. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why her name keeps <laughs> popping up into my head, but it's like all I can think about when I yeah. think about a redheaded <laughs> Jessica-named character. And then the other one is Jessica Rabbit. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. How did you She's know? so weird. She just fits Red in so perfectly. Jessica. Um, is Bryce Dallas Howard. 
Okay. And oh the, man. And I'm and I'm saying her because of her most recent performance in uh, Black Mirror. Okay, so not. So you're thinking Black Mirror, uh, yes. Bryce Dallas Howard, not Jurassic World. No, Bryce Dallas I'm Howard. thinking Black Mirror because she's kind of uh, shapely, yeah. like Mrs. Claus was in the, yeah. in the movie. She's red hair and she's got a very like pleasant, almost innocent demeanor yep. about her, and so that's why I okay. feel like Black Mirror, Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay, well I'll tell you my, my what my idea was. Okay, was Jessica Chastain. Okay. But I actually like Bryce Dallas Howard better. Okay, I think she would do a better job. Yeah, I there's there's a I don't know the the, the arc that character goes through the Jessica character goes through in that in that movie. I, you know Jessica Chastain is always feels like this really strong character always. Yes, and Bryce Dallas Howard I think because of your Black Mirror reference I could see her in that role better. Right, she honestly. can she can go from kind of. Um, a kind of stuck-up, snooty kind yep. of school mom to this very warm, and who will eventually become like Mrs. Yep. Claus, who's like the ultimate grandmother. Yep. You know what I mean? I love so, it. Yeah, awesome. Bryce Dallas Howard. Excellent. For so sure. far, we're doing great. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next up, this is a fun one. Burger Meister Meister Burger. I've been thinking about this one, and I'm sort of stuck on it. I'll uh, be honest. All right. I've got, I've got what I think could be a good one, but. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant. I have who I want in my head, but it won't work. Okay. I want Bob Hoskins. Yeah, he's dead. I know. That's why. <laughs> that's why I'm stuck. I'm on with it. you though, because that's that who be I visualize when I see it. I see Bob Hoskins now. And if he wasn't dead, that would be my thing. That's why I'm stuck. It's because I keep getting stuck on him. I'm. I'm. I can be okay with that. There's. I've got two other people that I'm gonna posit for you. Okay. One. Has already been in a Rankin Bass live action adaptation, okay. and that's Jason Alexander. Ooh, okay, he could be pretty good. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the other, holy shit, I just one hundred percent lost my train of thought. Is going to be the other is Jeffrey Tambor. Okay, Jeffrey Tambor could be really good. I did think of another guy while you were just thinking. Okay. That this is a little out there. Okay. But if you can imagine him in the role, I think it could possibly work. Okay. Ray Winstone. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Because he's, he's always like this. Right. He's so mad at everything. Yeah. And he I, could totally burn some presents. I think the problem is <coughs> Burger Meister Meister Burger. Well, I mean, you can fix that. Yeah. But uh, he's supposed to be an aristocrat. True. And so I don't picture Ray Winstone ever as an aristocrat. That's like, I picture him as a bar brawling, like, <laughs> fucking asshole. That, you know what I mean? That's true. I think he could get the sentiment down, but right. you're right. I don't think he would personify it. I really love Jeffrey Tambor. Okay. Because he could be the goofy nature. I mean, he was in the live action right. Grinch remake yeah. as the aristocratic. Yeah, the mayor. Like, mayor stick in the mud mayor. Mayor Mayhew. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, man, I really like both of those options. That's tough. What one. are you leaning towards? I originally was like Jason Alexander. I feel like Jason Alexander mainly because of his character from Seinfeld. Right. And he's Be a song and dance man. But because he kind of embodies that like short, bald, angry guy to me. You know what I mean? Man. He's just always frustrated. You like just, That just sold me. Did it? Yeah. Okay, so Jeffrey Jason Tambor's too huge. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I feel like Jason Alexander, the... You know, somebody else that just popped in my head, though? Who's that? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> 
When I said uh, short and angry, I'm thinking Frank from taxi? from no from oh. It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oh. I'm like. That's okay. a good Christmas special. Yes. They have a good I Christmas agree. special. But I could totally see that too. But I'm thinking Jason Alexander. I like Jason Alexander. Because he seems like a much enough of a putz. Right. And like laughable that you're like, this guy's an asshole, but he is non-threatening. Well, I, I could see him being an asshole in a wheelchair. It's like definitely. For sure. Yeah. For like, sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. So yeah, so, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we've got uh, one more. One more. And yeah. this is going to be. Tanta Kringle. Now, this is the grandmother woman that mm-hmm. takes in Chris Kringle. My, you know, I have an idea for this one. Okay, and I, I'm gonna be pretty passionate about it. Okay, Maggie Smith. Too. All right, I like it. I'm That's, gonna counter. Okay, uh, with Helen Mirren. See, okay, I like Helen Mirren. She was in our last. <laughs> she was in the one that I we know, just. Put I up. love Helen. Mirren. She's super good. <laughs> I don't. I man. Uh, they could both do it, but I, for whatever reason, I just see Maggie. Maggie Smith? I just see Maggie Smith being that type of character because she's not Helen Mirren. While I love her, always sort of feels like unattainable. Like uh, not unattainable in like a yeah. relationship way, but like there's something she's always kind of holding back. And okay. and Tanta Kringle or whatever is very warm. is lo- loving and warm and very motherly. And I know Maggie Smith doesn't play those characters very often, right. but when she does, it's it, she's incredible. Like think of at the very end of Harry Potter and think of the Harry Potter series, like when she's truly consoling yeah. children. Yeah, I can and get behind being that. like kind of that mentor guider for One them. One other while we're talking about that though, what about Dame Judy Dench? Ooh. I would go for, I, I I would go for Dame Judy Dench or Maggie Smith. All right. But I, I like uh, I like Maggie Smith because I said it. Let's flip a cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're flipping. <laughs> we didn't establish what side would be what, so I don't know if so you even noticed too, but I said flip a cat. Yeah, I did. <laughs> the cat's like running away from us. He's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> so I flipped scissors instead. Didn't uh, distinguish between the sides, so but I think, killed the cat. I think, yeah. uh, so I think Maggie Smith won. Yeah. So Maggie Smith, I'm down I can, a cat. I can get by, get by that. You win yeah. by default because yeah. of that. I will see your cat and raise you a Maggie Smith. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right. So let's run through the cast. I love. I actually really like this cast. All right. So we've got S. D. Kluger, who, for those who don't know, is the Fred Astaire part as Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. We've got uh, Chris Kringle, aka Future Santa, as Donald Gleeson. Yep. We've got Winter Warlock as yeah. Jim Broadbent. Yeah. Which I love. I think that's really really good. We've got uh, Mrs. Claus as uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. That's right. Uh, we've got Burger Meister Meister Burger as Jason Alexander. And, uh, and then we're wrapping up with uh, Tonta Kringle as Maggie Smith. I love it. Yeah. I think uh, I, I would, would watch genuinely watch this movie. Yeah. This I'm isn't even like goofy stunt casting. Nope. Like now that you've listened to our episode, go to the website and you can see the pictures and they'll all and they'll all make sense. Your whole world great. will make sense. It, everything will come to fruition. Your minds will be blown. It's a holiday gift from High Five You're to welcome. you. And you can open it right now. Go to highfivethepodcast.com and look under our bonus sections features. You'll see this list. So check it out, man. We yep. did it. We have completed a season. A season. For all of those who have listened through our first episode to now, congratulations. You survived the gauntlet. And and thank you sincerely very much. Yes. All jokes aside, we do really, really appreciate the opportunity to bring this show to you. 
We hope that you all enjoy it. We hope to continue for many, many, many more seasons and bring you a whole bunch of really cool new stuff in 2017. That's right. We're already uh, underway in the planning process. And due to that, just if you're listening, just know that we're actually going to take a few weeks off from yep. the show. Yep. And we'll be back near the end of January with our second season run. We're adding in new topics to list as High Five. We'll be adding in new episodes that you can listen to. But it'll start around the end of January, yep. 2017. And it's going to be good stuff. So if you like us now, and you're, you're getting, us, us, and you're getting us every two weeks, you're going to love us. If you hate us now, you're really going to fucking loathe Or we're going to win you over. For sure. We're going to totally Let's win go you with over. that. Let's yeah. go with win yeah. you over. Woo-hoo. But anyway, thank you so much for being with us. I can't think of a better way to end a season. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. High five. High five. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happened to the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here. made it to the end of the podcast. And guess what? There's a little something at the end of the credits. And for those of you that didn't make it, go five yourself. This Monday, Thursday, and Friday, come on down to the, well, we can't really say it, toy store. We want all of your business for this holiday season. If your kid's wanting that really high-priced item that's really hot this year that all the kids are clamoring for, if he doesn't want to get made fun of at school, you send them our way because we've got it. We've got everything on your Christmas list, sort of. We've got a massage me elf arts, <laughs> and we've got a, a breakables minions thing, and we've got a clerby. But you can't say minions. <laughs> we've got spinions. <laughs> Perfect. We've got elderly mutant frog people. We've got Life of Canaries on DVD. We've got My Little Llamas. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Community College Barbie. (laughs) We've got... (laughs) We've got (laughs) Berthamals. <laughs> and we've got all those hot superheroes that you want, like Tin Man and the Hulk. <laughs> we've got Powerful Dude. <laughs> and, and don't don't miss Rat Guy. Don't miss the, don't miss the the Blu-ray release of Bat Guy versus Super Dude: Dawn of Somethings. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then also all those spats figurines <laughs>
<laughs> got it. <laughs> Check. <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've got MC Ford. <laughs> And Xbox negative one. <laughs> uh, actually, we did, we did change the name. It's now called Sexbox. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, but it's not sexual in yeah. any way. It's just not. <laughs> it's copyright safe. And the DS four. <laughs> DS four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. we've got we've got pineapple computers. <laughs> <laughs> We've got burst plastic figurines. <laughs> and Get it? Because this is the opposite of pop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all the latest fashions from Sneevi. It's not the same, guys. You can't sue us. So, so come, come on down. down. You can't sue us. Non-denominational, <laughs> traditional, non-branded store. For all of your holiday kind of wants. Sort Happy of. December time-ish. Come on down to Chris Kringle's Santa Strippers. It's Chris with a C. We're the number one Santa Stripper Club in the Bayou area. You can come down. We're currently offering two-for-one eggnog dances. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Rudolph the Red-Tipped Reindeer. Are you ladies ready to get some ho-ho-hos? Yes, and just to be clear, so that we're not <laughs> infringing on any copyrights here, this is Chris Kringle, this is Chris with a C, and Kringle with an A, <laughs> Santa Strippers, we put the pole in your north. <laughs> hey, here comes Mr. Claus, do you want to go on a lay ride with me? All of our strippers are guaranteed to stuff your stocking this holiday season, for $5 extra of course. We have an ATM located in the front of our very well-lit and slightly Christmas-themed <laughs> lobby. We're right next to the Pancake Hut. You know, the one that offers two-for-one Sundays. Next up on stage, it's Frosty the Blowman. Ho, 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 ho. You'll be laughing yourself full of spunk. <laughs> hey, ladies. Let me fill your stockings. We've got the gingerbread man, and he's just ready to take off those gumdrop buttons. Mmm, feels good. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect the tiny voice. (laughs) I'm the gingerbread man. (laughs) Come on, eat me, girls. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, come on in, Chris Kringle's Santa Strippers. My nuts are actual walnuts. And they're going to get cracked. <laughs>